And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with Ness attached to it. Bob, <laughs> listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. <laughs> I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Well, well, actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Honey Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Jay Carroll Nash stars as lovable Luigi Basco as he writes another letter to his Mamma Mia in Italy on Life with Luigi from 1950. But first, it's TV Jeopardy. Lisa Wolf Trebek will play audio clips from popular TV and movies. I'll try to name the show while you play along at home, right, Lisa? Well, it's close to that. It's, this edition is going to be Movie Jeopardy because we're going to be naming the movie. But I'm going to play top songs that are heard in movies, and then you're going to I'm name totally the movie. Confused. No, you're not. Yes. You no, you're not. You confused me. <laughs> it doesn't take much. No. I'm going to play uh, some great songs that are heard right. in movies. And I got to guess you the, movie name the movie or the song? Well, you'll know the song, name the movie. All right. All right. Here's the first one. It's very confusing. <laughs> I'm very, very confused. I, um... So let's talk about the song first. I don't know who the song is. Really? Is that, uh, I think I know the movie, though. All right. Well, we'll start with the song. It's Glory of Love, 1986, written and sung by Peter Cetera shortly oh, after Cetera. he left the band Chicago. Okay. Okay. I think, and it was featured in the film. I think it's Top Gun. Oh, no, no it's, it's not. not. That's oh, a good movie, man. though. Um, this is from the film The Karate Kid Part 2, 1986. Wow, that's loud. Oh, Karate Kid. Karate Kid 2, yeah. That's all right. This is tough. I know it is, but we can still enjoy the the music and the movies all at the same time. Okay. And we'll learn a few things along the way. Here's the next one. I'm 0 for 1. That's okay. (laughs) You'll know this They're multiplying. This is a Carl song. All right, so that's John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. And the song is? Um. (laughs) Can you picture it? It's electrifying. Can you picture the scene? Yes. What's the name of the song? Um, Better Shape Up. I need a man. I mean, um, this is What's iconic. the name of the song? You're the one that I oh, want. Yeah. You're the one that I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right. Well, the movie <laughs> yep. is definitely Grease. Absolutely. 1978 film version of the musical, Grease. Yeah. Yep. Here it is. She looked pretty darn good in oh that scene. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, let me tell you, there's not a time that I'm flipping through the channels that this movie is on that I don't watch it. So I, I probably watched this movie, at least most of it, 
um, 30 times. Is that right? Well, I've seen this particular scene over and over because yeah. it's just one of those. Right. Uh, they good painted, stuff. literally painted that, that black. Pants. On her? Pants on her. I know. I mean. I know, but oh my God. she looked darn good I in wish, him. <laughs> I wish I would have been the artist. I'll I tell bet you, that. you do. <laughs> oh, boy. Back in 78, you were what? Uh, 15? Gosh, 78? You yeah. 15. <laughs> I still okay. would have painted them on I'm her. sure you would. And you would do it today just as well. <laughs> Next song. All right. That's the name of the song. Let's, Let's hear it for the boy by Denise Williams. Denise Williams, yeah. And appeared on the soundtrack of a feature film released in 1984. Um, yep. Yeah. I do. think, though. What movie is that? Right. Um, I'll just say... Make it up. Um, Back to the Future. I don't oh, know. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah. Same genre. This is Footloose. Oh, Footloose. Darn. It's a good song, though. It is a good song. I, I did better at this last time, I think. You know? Well, it gets more difficult because oh, I gave okay. you, like, the ones I thought you'd really know. We're moving yeah. forward from that. Okay. All right, here's the next song. Oh, I, I know this. I know this one. So what's the name of the song? Um... They just said it. Don't you forget about yeah, me Simple by Minds. Simple Minds, Simple released Minds. in '85, used yeah. in the film. Oh, I, I definitely know this. That's the Breakfast Club. Absolutely, yeah. John Hughes film. You yeah, got it. Breakfast Club. Good movie. Good song. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. That's a that is a great movie. Another classic. Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course. I picked the good John ones, Carl. Hughes, I mean, I know. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one so we can get all these in here. You go. Yeah. Yeah, that's Dolly Parton. Sure is. And the, and the song is the same as the movie. That's right. Nine to five. Nine to five. Is that what you do, Carl? You work from nine to five? No, I work more. <laughs> I start earlier than nine, and I'm working past five. What a so catchy. 1980. Yeah. Can you believe that? I saw the musical as well. Did you? I'm sure you did. Of course. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. She's always great. All right, we've got one more to go. Okay. That's the title of the song, Must Have Been Love, performed by Roxette, created for the 1990 film. Um, I also saw the musical of this. <laughs> um, I don't really know. Just take a wild stab at it. 1990. Mamma Mia, I don't know. Aw, it's Pretty Woman. Oh, really? Did you see it? No. Pretty, the movie, yeah. Yeah, the movie. I saw the movie, of course. Right. Who hasn't seen the movie That's Pretty Woman? That's what I figured, but It okay. was a musical, too? It was, yeah. Broadway and Chicago. it into a musical, Yeah, you know? it was a lot of fun. They should take and it wasn't Julia Roberts show. and put it into a musical. And turn our radio show into a musical. Let's do it. I'm right? in. Okay. Of course, I'm in for anything. <laughs> Thanks, Lisa Thanks, Wolf. Carl. Um, I didn't do so well, but you th- did well. Thanks anyway. It was fun. When we come back, we're gonna tune into Life with the Luigi. Stick around. It must have been More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. 
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. A little later in the show, I have a special announcement for all our listeners, coast to coast and globally. That's coming your way. Get a pen and paper, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Life with Luigi, one of the greatest radio series of all time and my mom's favorite radio show, Life with Luigi. Yeah, it starred Jay Carroll Nash as a newly uh, naturalized American citizen, Luigi Basco. He was living in Chicago now, and he would write a letter every episode to his Mamma Mia in Italy telling of his adventures in Chicago. And he owned an antique shop, and his sponsor, who brought him over from Italy, was Pasquale, played by Alan Reed, of course, the voice of Fred Flintstone. And um, Pasquale owned a spaghetti palace, and he really liked when Luigi would get in a jam. You know why? Because he would try to marry off his overweight daughter, Rosa, to Luigi. That was his goal, trying to get his overweight daughter married to Luigi. And that uh, was kind of the, the crux of every, every episode. It was created by the great Cy Howard, who also brought us My Friend Irma. It ran on radio from 1948 until 1953, and for a time it was sponsored by Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum. We have a broadcast for you now, September 5th, 1950. Luigi plans to make extra money by selling ice cream. Sounds good. It does sound good. Here's uh, J. Carol Nash in part one of Life with Luigi. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum invite you to enjoy life. Life with Luigi, a comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring that celebrated actor, Mr. J. Carol Nash with Alan Reed as the slow. You know, friends, Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum is a typically American product that appeals to people of all ages and nationalities in all parts of our country. And the Wrigley people feel that Life with Luigi is a typically American radio program, a friendly, enjoyable show that sort of symbolizes the American spirit of tolerance and goodwill. So the makers of refreshing, delicious Wrigley's Spearmint Gum are glad to bring you Life with Luigi each week and have you join them in this pleasant half-hour's entertainment. And now let's read Luigi's letter as he writes about his adventures in America to his Mama Basco in Italy. Dear Mamma Mia, 
Today I was noticed something very strange about all the people. Everybody was looking sick with the lines in their faces. I thought that maybe it was the war or the atom Obama was worrying them. So I'm asking. Now I know why everybody looks so tired and worn out. They all are just to come back from their vacation. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about the American. When he's going on his vacation, he's never laid down and take it easy. Nope. He's a dancer, swim, or run around, or go fishing, boating, or horseback riding, or play golf, or tennis, or baseball. It's a good thing American has only got a two weeks of vacation. If he's got a four, he's got a nervous breakdown. <laughs> but another funny thing about Americans. All year, they work. Then one day, everybody's a stop of work. And I guess so what they call it. Labor Day. <laughs> well, mama mia, not to me. Comes the Labor Day, I'm a worker twice as hard. I was figuring out all the new antiques I would need for my new fall stock. But after I'm a figure it out, and I'm a figure how much money I'm a got to, to buy it, I'm a spend the whole day polishing up on my old summer stock so it should look like my new fall stock. <laughs> With me, the only thing that's a fall is my bank account. And I'm afraid it's a fall so hard as I'm not able to get up no more. <laughs> if only it was a some way. Some way I could have got some extra money. Oh, excuse me, Mamma Mia. I see my countryman Pasquale. He's coming into my store and I'm finished with a letter later. Luigi, my friend. <laughs> hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. Hello, Pasquale. What's the matter, little cabbage puss? <laughs> you look so sad, dragging your nose between your ears. Pasquale, I'm worried very much about my business. Your business? Yeah, all over I'm reading how business people, they're stocking up goods for the new fall season. And me, I'm got no money to buy more antiques. Luigi, that's a talk for the babies. Look at me. I own a spaghetti restaurant, right? That's right. Do you see me cooking 10,000 meatballs and stocking them up in my salad? <laughs> yeah, but it's different with you, Pasquale. If you stock a meatballs in your salad, they get a stale and the taste the terrible. So what? Do you ever hear the way my customers talk about my meatballs now? <laughs> yeah, but, but you carry a little of everything, Pasquale. In my business, lady comes in, she asks if I'm got a colonial desk. Well, that's a sale if I'm a got, but if I ate, then she's going to get the from a fella that's a got. Ooh, what a double talk. <laughs> Luigi, don't got me no ain't a gots, please. Besides, it's a very easy way out of your troubles. Huh? You know what that is? <laughs> I was like expecting that. You mean a matter of your daughter? Is there no doubts about it? Between those sideburns, there's a brain. That's right. If you want to get a big stock, marry my daughter Rosa. But <laughs> Pasquale, that's no stock. That's a whole warehouse. <laughs> Luigi, you're a businessman, so look at it this way. When you marry a skinny girl, that's like investing in a small business. When you marry a girl like a Rosa, that's like buying into General Motors. <laughs> Especially the trucking division. 
All right, all right, to be a wise guy, Mr. Dumbbell. But remember this, there's only a few ways a fella can get a money in America. He can work harder for it. And you a bad example of that. <laughs> then there's a four other ways. Three is he can beg, borrow, or steal it. Do you want to try one of those? No. Well, then you faced it with the last alternative. You can marry a nicer girl with a big, fat bank account. You mean a bigger, fatter girl with a nicer bank account? <laughs> yeah. That's a funny thing. When I'm a sayer, it's a come out of different. <laughs> ah, what's the use of talking to you, Luigi? I'm a washing my hands off of your face. So goodbye. No, no, no. Wait, wait, Pasquale. Don't be mad. You know, I'm a think of you like a father. Father can't be a father without a son-in-law should be married to a daughter. That's a husbandry. <laughs> Yeah, but then... Uh, Luigi, my fellow boob. <laughs> oh, hello, Schultz. Hello, Pasquale. Hello, Schultz. <laughs> What's the matter? Was you two having a fight? If we was, we don't need no referee. But I don't like it, Pasquale. When I see you two fight, well, it's like a B-29 is attacking a kite. <laughs> no, 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 we're not fighting Schultz. I was asking a Pasquale advice, like from a father. But he says against the husbands, if he's going to be my father without a rose as a son-in-law, so I'm going to be his daughter. <laughs> Ach, Luigi, are you for shimmered? <laughs> Come on with me. I stopped by on the way to night school. We are late. Oh, oh is it late already? Yes. I'm going to forget all about the time. Go, go, Luigi. Go ahead. Get advice from your classmates. They all are so smart, they're still in a two-way. Yeah, but a pleaser, Pasquale. No, no, please me now, please, Pasquale. Maybe Mr. Delicatessen, a man here, can show you how to make extra money. Stuffing the balonies or, or pouring a whiskey down the herring's throat. They should get pickled. <laughs> if they're going to help you, Luigi, then I'm a monkey's uncle. Listen, you spaghetti salesman, don't brag. A monkey wouldn't have you for a relative. <laughs> Let me who's talking. The whole neighborhood is talking about how you hoarding potato salad. That's a lie. Now you take that back. Uh, no, 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 please, 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 wait, wait. No fight, no fight. Pasquale, thanks for your help. Come on, Schultz, we go to night school. All right, Luigi. Goodbye, meatball maker. Goodbye, pickle pusher. <laughs> Hey, Schultz, yeah. you think maybe somebody in the class can help me out to make some extra money so I'm going to buy fall stock? Now, sure, Luigi, I'm positive. Und smile, Luigi. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, be like me. Always happy, always laughing. <laughs> My rheumatism is killing me. <laughs> All right, class, quiet, please, please. Now I'll call the roll. Mr. Basco? Present. Mr. Harwitz? Present. Mr. Olson? Present. Mr. Schultz? Stop, this is where I get off. <laughs> Thank you, fellow poopers. You know, a smile is like an umbrella on a rainy, rainy day. And the way umbrellas are going up in price, it's cheaper to carry a smile. <laughs> Very good, Mr. Schultz. That was an excellent example of humor, philosophy, and economics. <laughs> now, suppose we find out how well you can do in arithmetic. Ah, uh, Miss Spalding, with me, that's a, a Zorspat. <laughs> well, then, spelling? Uh, 
that's another Zorschwart. <laughs> History? Himmel, today I'm just full of bruises. <laughs> I thought so. Well, then, let's continue our lesson for today in quiet... Miss Spaulding. Oh, yes, Mr. Olsen. Uh, Miss Spaulding, if you wish, I would be very happy to go into any of the subjects you just mentioned. I could go into arithmetic and dwell upon the various tables, multiplication, division, subtraction, and addition. Or I could go into spelling and dwell upon the various rules. Or I could go into history and dwell upon Washington's inaugural, Lincoln's assassination, or anything else up to the last war and the defeat of the German generals. Olsen, why don't you go into a deep freeze and just dwell there for a few months? <laughs> I tell you, these shows are so funny. Life with Luigi, J. Carol Nash, starring as uh, Luigi Basco, Alan Reed as Pasquale. Uh, you heard um, all, all kinds of great actors in these, like Hans Conried and Mary Ship, And um, you heard uh, Joe Forte in there. Jody Gilbert played Rosa. You'll hear her a little later. She comes running. She was a really big, big girl, you know. And she would come out on the stage. And this they was actually a, cast somebody with the yes, body type was of the character. Huge. And they were on stage, and you know, it was a live audience, and she would be behind, you know, she would be behind the curtain. And when it was her time, she'd run out. From busting through. Right? And then she'd go, Hi Luigi. <laughs> and the audience would go crazy because they've never seen her. Right, right. You'll hear that later That's funny. in the show. Uh yeah. <laughs> Back then, it was less politically correct, right? It was less not as not politically correct. Incorrect. So less politically correct. Something like that. Yeah. No, I'm right <laughs> for once. All right. More of Life with a Luigi on Hollywood 360 after this. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co host in total you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month become a classic radio club member at classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator log on to classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 that's 815-900-7535 And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Uh, before we get back to Life with Luigi, I have a really big announcement for our listeners. I, uh, I'm very, very honored to say I licensed the entire Frederick W. Ziv Library, 41 different radio series. It's sort of a, um, it's like a unicorn. I've been try- chasing this series of radio shows for decades Frederick W. Zib, we talk about him a lot. He produced Boston Blackie and Philo Vance Detective and Favorite Story, Mr. District Attorney, so many radio shows, and I licensed the entire. So it's about 10,000 
radio shows. Now, the crown jewel of that library is Bold Venture. For years and years and years, radio networks tried to get Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall to star in a radio series, but they never could. But Ziv offered them something they couldn't refuse, the opportunity to be across way more radio stations than one network could give globally. And um, they did 78 broadcasts of Bold Venture. We played some. Mm -hmm. Now, for years and years and years, these shows have been maybe about 55 or 60 shows have been in circulation. But about 20 shows have never been heard since originally broadcast in the 1950s. Well, Ziv had his own private stash of discs, his own personal collection, which has been in a controlled temperature storage for the last 70 years. And we got all 10,000 of these discs. So right now, Lisa, monumental. We are, uh, we are making the, uh, the, um, these available to our listeners, these shows. But we have to cover the costs to make the, to make the transitions from the uh, 16-inch discs to audio. So we started a Kickstarter. You've heard of Kickstarter before, of right? Of course. Well, not everybody has. I didn't really know what Kickstarter no, I was. Know. Well, we've launched a Kickstarter. In fact, we launched it yesterday. It's, it's live right now, folks. And if our listeners don't make this happen, it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm really urging and hope that our listeners will go to this Kickstarter and pledge any donation. It doesn't matter what it is. But you will actually get episodes based on your donation. So maybe you can explain the part of the Kickstarter where you have to get to a certain place. Otherwise, it just doesn't happen. Right. You pledge an amount. And when we hit our goal, if we hit our goal within 60 days, then we can make the transfers. And then everybody that pledged, depending on their amounts, will get these shows. In fact, you can get all 78 shows and I'm talking pristine quality, Lisa. I'm talking absolutely pristine. You can get them digitally or on CD. We're going to make them available on CD as well. So this is truly a group effort, and everybody comes together, and any amount is appreciated, but the more you give, the more you receive in return as if, well. If our listeners don't you know, get us to that goal, it won't happen. Right. So I'm really, really urging and hoping and, and really begging we, I'm yeah. begging our listeners well, to help us get there. And you there. know what? You can learn more information about it. If you go to our website, there's a pop-up yeah. on there, and you click the pop-up. I think, oh, what is it just says well, Bold Venture yeah. on it. It's got a save, photo. Save Bold Venture. It'll and be you the can first read time. all about it, even more information than we've just discussed. Right. So at the Kickstarter is a lot of information. There's a video of what the what the process is to do the transfer. There's an audio sample. You can hear the quality. I mean, this is like, we're talking high fidelity. It's like they're standing, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall are standing right next to you. That's the sound quality. And they've never been available, all 78 shows. You can get all 78 shows if you, uh, if you pledge. So here's how you do it, folks. Go to our website, hollywood360radio.com, hollywood360radio.com. And then there'll be a pop-up. It'll automatically pop up. It's a bold venture. Click it. It'll take you right to the Kickstarter. Super easy. And remember, whatever you pledge does not get taken from your card until we hit the goal. So whatever you pledge, it's only going to ever take that pledge when we hit 
the ultimate goal that we need to reach to do the transfers. So go to Hollywood360radio.com, click the pop-up Bold Venture. It'll take you to the Kickstarter. Please help save the Bold Venture radio series. And then, if it does work, the next one we're going to do is Boston Blackie. After Boston Blackie, we'll probably do Philo Vance or another of the shows. But we need to get through with Boston Black. Uh, we need to do Bold Venture first. If we're successful, then we'll put out the entire Boston Blackie library. So super excited about it. Please help if you can. Go to Hollywood360radio.com and click the Bold Venture pop-up. Take you right to the Kickstarter. All right, let's uh, tune into the conclusion now to Life with Luigi. <laughs> Last, last, please, we will have no more interruptions. Now we'll devote the rest of our time to some arithmetic problems. Miss Spalding. Mr. Basco, do you have a problem? Yes. How am I going to make some extra money to buy antiques for the fall season? Mr. Basco, that is not a problem. I'm sorry, Miss Spalding, but I must disagree with you. That is a problem. A businessman must constantly refresh his stock, otherwise he can't exist. L- Luigi, I got an idea. Maybe you could get a job as a salesman. Yeah, sure, that's right. We've got to find a part-time salesman's job where no experience is necessary and you need only a little or no money to start. Wait, wait, I got it, I got it. Luigi, you're going to sell ice cream. Huh? Oh, gee, that was a good idea. Yeah, everyone needs ice cream. Yeah, and the weather is still hot enough. Sure, and Luigi, you don't have to give up your business. Sunday, when you'll close, you go to the ice cream factory... Buy as much as you have money for, and you're in business. That's a wonderful idea, Mr. Horowitz. You don't need any experience, and on Sunday, everybody's out on the street. Yeah. You could make it a clean-up, Luigi. You just have to holler, ice cream. Can you do that? Uh, sure. Ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> Here you want to get the red hot ice cream. <laughs> yeah, but wait, wait. Uh, wait. I'm not got a truck to carry the ice cream. Yeah, that's right. L- Luigi, I will solve that for you. You can use my horse and wagon. It's Sunday and my milk company won't even know it's out of the garage. And you can even use the ice. <laughs> you will be selling grade A ice cream. <laughs> Olsen, you got a big heart, but you make very small jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, friends... Frenzy, you wonderful. I'm Madonna. How am I going to thank you? Well, I do, and vanilla is my favorite flavor. <laughs> Luigi, I hope you make a big success. Well, thanks, Horowitz. Who knows? Maybe I'm going to sell all of my ice cream in one hour. Then I'm going to go back and I get more. Then I sell it back and I go back and I get some more. Yeah, oh, then you have to get extra trucks and hire people to work for you. And you get so big, you'll give up your antique shop. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going I'm, I'm to never do that. No matter how big my ice cream business gets, I'm still going to have my antique shop. Ach, I can just see it now when Luigi combines both businesses. It's going to be Luigi Basco's Antiques and Ice Cream. <laughs> and for a trademark, he'll have a picture of Paul Revere sucking a bobsegger. <laughs> And now let's turn to page two of Luigi Basco's letter to his mother in Italy. And so, Mamma Mia, my classes give me a good idea how to make extra money to buy fall stock. Sell icy cream. Olsen is a went with me to the milk company and he gave me the horse in a wagon. He's introduced me to the horse and we get along fine. 
people go to the ice cream factory and spend $25 for ice cream. That was a very nice to me there. They gave me four cans of ice cream with four different flavors. Vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. And a new flavor I've never even heard of. Sherbet. <laughs> this is Sherbet I'm going to like, but I'm going to get the hat to return. Because I'm going to sell lots of cans in the factory, and if I tell them somebody's a spill of water in the ice cream, they're going to go out of business. <laughs> anyway... I'm a drove out of the factory. It was a beautiful Sunday morning. And your son, Luigi, is a beginner's a new business, selling ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Get you nice, fresh, call it delicious ice cream. Is it good for you? Don't believe me. Ask your doctor. Is it good for you? Ice cream. All the kind of flavor is uh, vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, and uh, for half a price, of sherbet. <laughs> ice cream. Strawberry ice cream. Is it got a real strawberries across my heart? I'm gonna lie. Real strawberries, big like your thumb. Ice cream. Don't know nobody when ice cream. Mama me two hours. I'm in the streets so far. There's only three ice creams sold. One to me and a two to the horse. <laughs> no, no more for you. You get the money, I'm giving you more. <laughs> all right, all right. I give you more. It's hard to refuse a horse. He's an honest kind of business. <laughs> All right, the three scoops, vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Here you are. And that's the last one for you, Annabella. You hear me? Mamma mia, the way that horse eats is a wonder the milk company makes any money. <laughs> Ice cream. Somebody please buy ice cream. Is it got a real strawberries? Honest. Each one as big as your fist. <laughs> All right, Annabella, don't look at me like that. I'm going to say something so the people should buy. Hey, mister. Yes, yes, sir. What, what the flavor you want, mister? Can I have a dime for a cup of coffee? <laughs> you want the coffee? Yeah. <laughs> don't nobody in this neighborhood want ice cream? Look, bud, I would appreciate a dime... I'm no tramp. I'm just weak from hunger. Weak, you know? Uh -huh. Hunger, you see? I'm down on my luck, and I could sure use a dime. Oh, you poor man. Here. Here's a two dimes. Buy two cups of coffee. Thanks. So long, friend. You'll be rewarded. Rewarded. That's all right. Yeah, sure, that's all right. Goodbye. Hmm. Poor fella, look at him. He's so weak from not eating, he's made a mistake and walking into a saloon instead of a restaurant. <laughs> well, I'm about to try to sell him more ice cream. Come on, giddy up, Annabella. Giddy up. Ice cream. 
crema. Ay, esa crema. Mamma mia, maybe just when I'm going to business, everybody's an ice cream strike. Ice cream. Oh! Hey, little boy. Yeah? Maybe you like some, uh, some nice, delicious, good ice cream. Oh, sure. Oh, that's wonderful. Little boy, you're just the save of my life. Huh? Hey, Robin Mitchell, come here. Here's some ice cream. Oh, 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 come on. Call all the little baby and the little boy. Okay. Hey, kids, come here. Ice cream. Oh, oh it's a wonderful. It's a wonderful. What a flavor you want, the chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry? You got tutti fruity. Tutti what? Tutti fruity. Is it something like a sherbet? No, it's got fruit in it. Like strawberry. Oh, this summer got. You want one bowl or two? Two. Good, good. Everybody's going to get the two. All right? Here you are. Gee, thanks. And for you... And for you, little fella. And you too, huh? And you over there. He's good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All of these kids, are they your friends, little boy? No. Robin's my sister, and Mitchell's my little brother. And today's Mitchie's birthday. He's four years old. Four? Well, how do you like that? Then it's a good thing you all got ice cream. I eat the ice cream with you. <laughs> and I even give my horse, Annabelle. She's a helper, Mitchie, celebrate his birthday. <laughs> Come on, come on, kids. Come on, everybody. We all sing a happy birthday to this big bambino, Mitchie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, love for you. Happy birthday, dear Mitchie. Happy birthday to you. Oh, that's a nice. That's, a, that's, a, that's a so nice. That's a good. Well, now, now I'm going to figure out everything. Let me see. That's a one. That was a two, three, four, and a five. And then it's a six. It comes a ten. And it was an eighteen. Eighteen children with a double ice cream cones. Now, who's going to pay for all of this? Hey. Sure, ice cream is a cost of money. Everybody knows that. We don't have any money. Oh, you don't? What? <laughs> You asked me if I wanted some ice cream, so I said, sure. <laughs> Mamma mia. Don't tell my mama, me. She'll, she'll smack us if she finds out we ate ice cream. I like it All right, all right, all right, all right. Stop, everybody. Don't <laughs> Please, don't cry. I'm going to like to see little bambini cry. Besides, well, besides, we all had a good time, so, so I'm going to pay for everybody. Here, Mitchie, another corner for your birthday. <laughs> Giddy up, Annabella, party's over. <laughs> Goodbye, children. Goodbye. Hey, you got any ice cream? Huh? I said, I'm going to get nothing. Come on, get up, Annabella. We're not taking any more chances with the kids today. Ice cream. Ice cream. All day long, all I'm going to sell is $3 a worth. 
Unless the president of Truman is asking me for special government order, I'm going to see how I'm going to make a profit of that. <laughs> or maybe, maybe I'm going to sell some of this beautiful apartment. Oh, it's a nice, nice music. Mamma mia, look at that crowd. Must have been 10,000 people at that concert. If I'm a canoni seller, just the one ice cream, then everybody's gonna get a jealous and I'm gonna sell out everything. I'm gonna climb. I'm gonna climb up here in the back and behind the benches. <coughs> ice cream. Hey, mister, you want a nice cool ice cream on this hot afternoon? What? For goodness sake, be quiet. I'm sorry. Hey, lady. Hey, lady, maybe you do me a favor and buy ice cream. Is it go fine with the music? How dare you be quiet? Quiet. Ice cream, anybody? Ice cream. Please, please buy ice cream. Hey, you. You selling ice cream? Yeah, sure. Sure, officer. You want I'm sure to give you some? No, but I want to give you something. Come on, bud. What's the charge, officer? Your Honor, I found this man peddling ice cream without a license. Hmm. Yeah, but that's not all that's on a ticket, Judge. Is it said peddling without a food, a handler's a permit, disturbing a peace, walking on a grass, stealing a horse in a wagon, and a property damage? Property damage? What was that? The horse ate the policeman's hat. <laughs> You see, Judge Ioana, I'm holding nothing back. I'm telling everything. That's because someday I'm going to be a citizen. And I'm going to want to keep the record clean. Uh, Your Honor, may I say something? And what is it, officer? Uh, the charges aren't as serious as they appear. The, this man just wanted to make a little extra money. He borrowed the horse and wagon from a friend. As for my hat, uh, well, it was an old one anyway. And as long as the horse coughed up the badge, it's okay. <laughs> Well, uh, under those circumstances, I'll make this as light a sentence as possible. Ten dollars or ten days. Oh, thank you, Judge, for such a light a sentence. But I'm afraid it's not so good. I'm only got a three dollars. Oh? Well, I hate to send you to jail, Mr. Basco. Uh, can you borrow this money from a friend? Oh, sure, Judge. Can I ask my friend, Pasquale? Oh, certainly. Hey, Pasquale. Pasquale, will you lend me the seven dollars? It's a pleasure, Luigi. Judge, that's my best friend. I'm lending him the money on a one condition. <laughs> what condition is that? I call in the condition. <laughs> Rosa! 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 My little bail bond. Rosa, say hello to Luigi. <laughs> hello, Luigi. Hello, Rosa. Well, Luigi, what do you say, my son? Judge, which way is it to jail? Uh, Mr. Pasco, uh... You've been peddling ice cream all day. Uh, didn't you sell $10 worth of ice cream? Well, you see, you see, Judge, maybe I would have had more money, but I'm, I'm going to give it to a poor man, two dimes for coffee. Then, then there's some little children that was celebrating a boy's birthday. And they all took ice cream. And we got a, such a nice party, lots of fun, and we're singing. 
battaglione delle bambine e non hanno mai to pay for the ice cream. What am I can do? Why the little children? Mm, well, we need seven dollars. Say, I've been sitting here all day and I feel like some refreshment. How about an ice cream cone? I'm a sorry judge, I'm a donor, have a license. <laughs> well, that's all right. Uh, how about you, officer? I get it, judge. I'll take a dollar's worth. That's a wonderful. What a flavor you want, the vanilla? Bailiff? Same for me. Good. Everybody in the court will have some. Seven dollars worth. Oh, thank you, thank you. Case dismissed. Recess declared while we all go out for some ice cream. And so, Mamma Mia, this letter shows you once more what a wonderful country is America. Where a little fella like me gets arrested and ends up sitting on a sidewalk eating ice cream with a judge. <laughs> Which goes to show in America, they not only examine a ticket, they examine a person. But was a lucky thing, I was a have a sherbet. It was the judge's favorite. You're loving a son of Luigi Basco, little immigrant. Folks, the makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum hope you enjoyed tonight's episode of Life with Luigi, and they'd like to remind you that Wrigley's Spearmint Gum is not only good, but also good for you. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum invite you to listen next week at this time when Luigi Basco writes another letter to his mama Basco in Italy. Life with Luigi is produced and directed by Cy Howard. Mac Benoff writes the script with Lou Derman. Jay Carroll Nash is starred as Luigi Basco with Alan Reed as Pasquale, Hans Conrad as Schultz, Jody Gilbert as Rosa, Mary Ship as Miss Spaulding, Joe Forte as Horowitz, and Ken Peters as Olsen. Music directed by Lud Gluster. Bob Stevenson speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Life with Luigi, September 5th, 1950, J. Carol Nash starring. Hope you enjoyed that. Time for this month in music history. All righty, we're going back to the 1990s, and this song is from 1999. Viva Loca. Say it again. Viva Loca. <laughs> so close. <laughs> Live in La Vida Loca. Oh. Live in the Crazy Life by Ricky Martin. For his debut album, Ricky Martin, 1999. What? Yes, indeed. Top of the charts for five weeks. All right. First number one. More of Hollywood 360 after this. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. All right. In our next hour, it's a true crime case dramatized on Somebody Knows from 1950. But first, we're going to need a caller, right, Lisa? That's right. We're going to play Beat the Host, and it's all about Jimmy Buffett, who recently passed away at the age of 76. If you are a Jimmy Buffett fan, you can give us a call, 312-642-5600, looking for caller number 9. You're going to win some CDs just for playing the game. 312-642-5600. Call right now. Play the game with us. We'll see you soon.
Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.